Well, I know it's not cause for a parade if all you do is take two out of three from the Marlins, but forgive the Mets if they are in a celebratory mood. The Mets have now won two straight series. I know it's just against the Reds and the Marlins, but still, first time they've taken back-to-back series since April, since the NBA regular season was still going on. So, sure, go ahead and party. Fiesta. Forever. It's a little Lionel Richie for your fine self. Mets beat the Marlins 4-3, and this is the podcast called the DMP. It's your Daily Mets Podcast. It's your Daily Mets Podcast. It's where you're going to find out what the Mets are doing. It's your Daily Mets Podcast. It's your Daily Mets Podcast. Well, the Mets lost 4-3 on Saturday. They turn around and win 4-3 on Sunday, though they got out hit 10-5. Josh Lewin with you. And if you drew the number 987305, you are the winner of the 50-50 raffle in Miami. Congratulations. We'll be mailing you a check for $2,774. But if that did not happen for you, consolation prize is this podcast. And we thank you very much, as always, for listening. Go ahead and go to iTunes if you haven't done that and give us that uh, Uber five-star rating. And if you hate the podcast, just please stay off of iTunes entirely. But uh, we always appreciate the good feedback. Any feedback is good, really. We we do aim to improve here. But on a day where the Mets came in looking to to hit some dingers, if you've seen that video of the, uh, the Little Leaguer, Big Al, and his team unfortunately now eliminated, Middletown, New Jersey. But Big Al... Met the camera. Looked like he actually ingested the camera. It's a big boy. Uh, He said, I'm Big Al and I hit dingers. And the Mets hadn't hit a dinger themselves in four games. But in this one, they hit two of them. Jose Reyes hit the first one. A pretty impressive shot. After Derek Dietrich opened up the potential for a big inning, he dropped a throw from Martin Prado. Dietrich playing first base just clanked it. And the Mets had the opportunity to do something in that inning. And they did. After Kevin Ploiecki flied to left, It was Reyes with a two-run home run, his fourth of the year, and his third in the last two weeks. Of course, he had the two-home run game to start the month in D.C. That was right after he ended July by giving up two home runs in one inning. That's why he's got an ERA of 54. We're not going to ever see him pitch again, I wouldn't think. He faced 11 batters through 48 pitches. It, uh, It did not go well. The Mets lineup in this game, the average batting average between four through eight in the order was just 211. But some of those guys actually got it done. Todd Frazier had a a base hit, although he got thrown out trying to stretch a single to a double. Reyes had two hits, including that home run. Michael Conforto had a hit, and it was a home run. It was against a lefty, and that is the fifth time this year that he has homered against a left-hander. No other Met has done that. And Michael Conforto, who is left-handed, and in the past has had issues hitting left-handers, it has not been an issue this season. Noah Syndergaard was the starting and winning pitcher for the Mets in this one. He's now 8-2, very quietly getting that done. Remember, this is a team that is only 49-66. Syndergaard, though, is somehow six games above 500. Not exactly popping the fastball by people. It was a slider. There was a wipeout pitch. And career now against these Marlins. Not only is he undefeated and has an ERA of 1.8 in the Marlins' ballpark, but uh, when he pitches against the Marlins in Miami, Five career walks and 53 strikeouts. That'll absolutely work. Syndergaard, seven innings. Gazelman threw the eighth, and Lugo came on for the ninth. A little bit of a flip-flop there for Mickey Calloway, but it worked. Lugo 
Needed a double play to really make everybody exhale in that ninth inning. It was hit right to Reyes, and he turned to 4-6-3. First Major League save for Lugo, his first at any level since A-ball. And since we're on the subject of A-ball, David Wright did make his rehab appearance for St. Lucie. Traveled all the way across the state to Clearwater. Wilson Ramos was in that game rehabbing for the Clearwater team. How about that? David Wright against Wilson Ramos. And uh, David struck out in his first two trips to the plate. That was kind of unfortunate. But uh, after that, he actually belted a deep ball to left. It did not get out. That's too bad. But he hit it to the warning track in left field. And the Mets can, uh, I guess, kind of hope for what comes next. If they can reunite Jose Reyes and David Wright even for one game, I think that would make a lot of people happy. I think it's just, uh, you know, a lot of different kind of butterflies, that, that nervous energy. Uh, you know, it's been a while. So, uh, you know, just the preparation for the game. And, uh, you know, it felt like... You know, I got here so early that I was just counting down the minutes, wanting to get it get it going, get it going. And, uh, you know, it's good to get out there. And, uh, you know, hopefully the results will come. But for now, you know, getting three at-bats, you know, going out and playing the field for five innings, seeing some pitches, seeing some really dominant pitching. I mean, it's uh, not, not ideal to go out there and see 96-97, your first game <laughs> from in a year. So uh, it was good to be challenged like that early. And, um, you know, I'm all smiles, so. The plan was always to get three at bats because uh, we were looking at. I mean, it's at five innings, but obviously you came up in the six for that third at bat. Yeah, I, was, I didn't even, you know, five innings. Uh, you know, I was keeping track, but then I didn't. You know, to be honest with you, I didn't even realize that you know that was the six. So, um, you know, I was leading off, so figured, you know, kind of why not? But um, you know, that last bat was my best at bat, so I'm glad I got it because I got something to build on. Yeah. Um, overall, you know, what were you expecting out of this day when you started? And did you kind of meet your expectations? Yeah, I would say so. You know, I, I, everybody wants to go get hits and everybody wants to, you know, make all the plays in the field and everything. But, um, you know, I think for me, I have to really um, not necessarily temper expectations, but be realistic about, um, you know, the process and to make sure that I'm doing the work behind the scenes and to uh, hopefully go back in there and, and, and start seeing the results as we get further along in this rehab. Um. The defensive play, I think you, got, you was one in the outfit, you got mm -hmm. called off. It seemed like you are a little frustrated he called mm -hmm. you off, but finally got a chance. Were you a little worried that it's a high infield pop-up, a little yeah. funny play? You know, day game, and I forgot my sunglasses, <laughs> so I was, you know, out there kind of really nervous when the ball started going in the air, but, uh, you know, it was good to, you know, track it a little bit and start moving around. Uh, now I just need some ground balls, uh, but, um, you know, certainly, um, you know, in my mind, at least a, a good day, day and a, kind of a baby step in the right direction. What's the next step in the process? Well, I think we're going to, uh, you know, I guess report in after today, you know, you know, start making a plan for for next week. So um, yeah, I think we go home. Uh, the, the St. Lucie team goes home. So uh, I'd like to play in a few of those games. And, uh, you know, what I've kind of come to realize, uh, you know, these last whatever two months of, you know, this baseball rehab stuff is that, you know, I certainly need off days. Uh, you know, periodically, and, and you know, we're going to look at that when we start scheduling uh, for the next week or so. Would you like to be up with the team at the end of the year? Is yeah, you know, I wouldn't be, you know, out here, uh, you know, in 95 degree, sunny Florida, you know, <laughs> dripping sweat if I, uh, you know, didn't think that I could, uh, you know, make it back and, uh, you know, not only just make it back, but, um, you know, a lot of it's going to be, you know, I got to see results down here. You know, in order to go up there and, you know, try to help those guys, I'm going to have to, um, you know, show that I can be productive and go out there and kind of be counted on to, to get some hits and make the plays. Today was a good baby step. Yeah, certainly. Certainly, uh, you know, to drive all the way across the state and, you know, play the five innings, um, 
you know, they, they were, you know, we were, we were hesitant on, you know, kind of coming all the way over here for five innings. But, uh, you know, I'm glad I did because, um, you know, getting to see, like I said, a, a, a young arm like that that's live, you know, 96, 97, you know, you can't mimic that by practicing. You know, you have to go out there and see it. And although um, a couple strikeouts and a, and a line drive, you know, that, that I felt like each at back got a little bit better, a little bit better, and, um, you know, something to build on for sure. We talked about it on the podcast yesterday. David has not had a major league at bat since around Memorial Day of 2016. He was called out on strikes, and you don't want that to be the last act for David Wright. So we'll see how all that one goes. But meantime, Syndergaard, we should mention the fact that he just keeps on keeping on now. He's got those uh, lightning bolts painted on his cleats. And if nothing else, that's pretty cool. He wins on the road. And I used to remember when that was a thing. Noah Syndergaard, they said, couldn't win on the road. New York media made something about that because he started out 1-8 on the road in his career. But the Mets now, watching Syndergaard, well, to the point where the Mets have won 18 of their last 27 on the road when Noah's been on the mound. And we talked a little bit about the, the, the devilish nature of the small sample size on the broadcast Sunday. And I always go to the, the words of a, a couple of nerds couple of stat heads by the the names of Tobias Moskowitz and L. John Wertheim. They wrote this book called Scorecasting, which is actually really, really interesting. A lot of stuff like how teams strike out less and walk a lot more per plate appearance at home than on the road. They say there's some unintentional umpire bias, the rhythm of the home crowd. Home batters receive far fewer called strikes per pitch than away batters do. Wainwright to Beltran notwithstanding. But on the subject of short samples, they talk about how if you do 200 coin flips, almost always there will be a run of six or seven heads in a row. There was a college professor they cite in the book that, that assigned that exact exercise, and, and he would say that he could always spot the fakers, the ones that didn't really do the exercise, because if you flip a coin a couple thousand times, according to this professor, there's a 99% chance that at some point there will be a run of 10 in a row of either all heads or all tails. It's just how it goes. And the starter for the Marlins in this game is a great example. Wei Yin Chen has never had big home road splits, but this year, inexplicably, his ERA on the road is 10.93. His ERA at home is 1.96. It's about a nine-run difference, but it just may be that random chance. A 300-hitter made just out of random chance, goes 6 for 20, and then 0 for 20. He ends up a 300-hitter, just gets there unevenly. Now, the whole thought about a guy is due. Casinos exploit that all the time. That's why they, they post the results of roulette. Five straight odd numbers, you say, next one's got to be even. No, it doesn't. It's a 50-50 shot every time. Anyway, I could go on and on, but I've already done that. I think it's time to get to, uh, to Mickey Calloway. Oh, and I, I didn't mention that the game recap is brought to you by Burke Rehabilitation. I should have done that. For over 100 years, Burke Rehabilitation Hospital, helping patients achieve their maximum recovery from a life-changing illness, injury, or surgery. Give them a call at 914-597-2200 or go to burke.org for more info. Mickey Calloway, a winning manager, and he had talked before the game about Noah Syndergaard needing to pay more attention to base runners. Well, he, he allowed three steals in this game, so that's still an issue, but... He won the game, and Mickey will talk about it now. Presented by Ridgewood Savings Bank. Ridgewood, ready to help you live a better financial lifestyle. Go to RidgewoodBank.com. Member FDIC, equal housing lender. Here's the winning skipper. 
Mickey, Michael's game-winning home run coming off a lefty. How much more comfortable do you think his at-bats are against lefties now than they were at the beginning of the season? They're a lot more comfortable at this point, I think. Uh, the, the fact that he's been able to see more and more lefties, he's been consistently playing against them and starting against them. So I think that uh, has really allowed him to be um, – a lot more comfortable in the box against those guys. What did you think of Noah today? I thought he threw the ball well. Um, some of the things we talked about before the game probably need to continue to improve. Uh, you know, like like we said before, I think two of the three runs he gave up were a byproduct of a stolen base with two outs and then a, a little base hit hurts you. So uh, he'll continue to try to improve on that. I know Dave's talked to him extensively and. Uh, We'll keep on plugging away at that. Is that stuff that he's been able to work on as he's tried to work himself back, or now that he's finally starting to get into a routine, you guys can kind of focus in on a little more? It'll be a little easier now that he's going to be out there pitching every day. You know, when, when you're trying to come back, you're trying to do so many things just to stay healthy and, and trying to adjust your delivery um, to work on something's a little tough but the, the more reps out there he's going to be able to practice that he just needs to mix in that slower i mean that uh, quicker time every now and again and uh you know i think he's doing a good job with his holds his looks he's picking off well he just needs to be a tad quicker to home is, it, is he long home because he's so long that's that's one of the big issues is he's such a big body guy you know obviously long arms long limbs it's it's tough for him to slide step or quick step to home and have his arm catch up on time so the thing he's always trying to battle is do i want to lose stuff and, and try to control the running game a little bit and uh you know i think that with with repetition that's going to get easier and easier this has kind of been bugging him for a while. I mean, is he better at it, you think, today than maybe when you first saw him in spring play? Has there been improvement this year? Or is it kind of been there has been improvement. Um, I think the the one stole, the second stolen base, he was about a 1-4. He gave Plawecki a pretty decent chance. Uh, the guy still got in there barely. But uh, he's definitely improved. And now it still needs to continue to improve to, to get to a satisfactory level, but he's definitely been working on it and has improved some. Mickey, what did you think of his slider today? He threw a, a ton of them. It was really good. I think uh, his ability to go strike the ball with uh, that slider and get that swing and miss is big. Now, he also, I think he what, hung one of them for, for an RBI with two outs, but uh, when, when it's going that good, you kind of got to live by it. What do you think of Jose's home run? Obviously, doesn't have too bad. Yeah, it was really good. I think that uh, Jose's been swinging the bat really well when he's played lately, and you know, it's good to get him in there uh, when we have to give a guy a day off, and he's been producing for us, so it's really good to see. Was that one the only one you really thought the catchers had? I, I thought the, I thought the I thought the second one he gave him a pretty good chance. I thought the the Prado one that's the first time he's he's tried to steal in a year, I think, and he's his leg is almost broken or something. Uh, so we were just kind of you know way too slow on that. I think it was about a one seven, and the other one's probably a little slow. I know you just had the game. Did you hear anything on David? Uh, he he played five innings, went over three, two strikeouts, a pop up, came out of it feeling really good. So we're gonna evaluate him when he comes in tomorrow and see what the next step is. First crusade for Lugo. You know, now that you guys don't have Familia anymore, what, what were your thoughts on him? A big double play in that inning? That was a big double play. You know, anytime that first uh, that leadoff guy gets on with uh, a one-run lead, and then you fall behind to the second guy and get to a three-two count, 
you know, if that guy ends up walking or gets on, you know, they're going to bunt, and then you got to load the bases and, and hope for the best. So uh, that was a huge double play. I thought he kept us poised really well and, and threw a strike when he needed to. How did you choose the uh, order today with Robin? Um, it was mainly just the, the order of the people that were coming up. Um, I think that uh, you know, Lugo's curveball against uh, you know who, who we figured would be coming in and pitch it, and the top of the order was going to play the best. But I, I you know I would have chosen either way. You know the, the good part about Gaselman uh, um, going first was he was well rested, and if we had to, he could have gone too. All right, that's Mickey Calloway, and the Marlins now have lost 10 out of 12. The Mets are getting there. They win the back-to-back series. It's a 2 out of 3 against Cincy, 2 out of 3 against the Marlins. Those are the two bottom teams in terms of ERA in the National League. It'll get a little bit tougher just for a day as we look at what's coming up, what's brewing for today, brought to you by the Coffee Bean and Tea Leaf, making a big-time comeback later this year, returning to your neighborhood under new ownership, but still, as always, Serving the finest premium coffees from around the world, coffee bean and tea leaf. It's the Yankees. The Mets are going to go face the Yankees in the Bronx, and only because they have to. It's a made-up game from a rainout. So Jacob DeGrom will be up against Luis Severino, and what a nice matchup that is. Huh? DeGrom, last time out, six innings of shutout ball, walked one, he struck out ten, snapped a five-game losing streak. His ERA of 177 is miles ahead of both Aaron Nola and Max Scherzer. They've both got a 2.28, and that is next up behind DeGrom. Severino at 15 wins. Want to maybe peel some of those off and loan them to DeGrom? Somehow Jacob only six wins all year, even though he's got the best ERA in the major leagues. Doc Gooden's 1985, he was 1.53, and here is DeGrom at 1.77. And it'll be a a little bit of a flashback for Jacob. His major league debut, you might remember, was against the Yankees. He was matched up against another guy making his big league debut, Chase Whitley. And he is wiped out pretty much. DeGrom, meantime, looking like a Cy Young. Although it was Whitley and the Yankees winning that game one to nothing when DeGrom broke in with Rafael Montero. And everybody at the time thought Montero was the goods and DeGrom was just kind of a, a patchwork fill-in guy. You know, maybe someday could be in the, the middle of the bullpen, be a long reliever. It's looking better than that right now for sure. Anyway, that's the uh, the 7.05 game tonight before the Mets hop along to Baltimore. And if you are going to join the Mets at any point on this road trip, Baltimore, Philly, Williamsport after that, don't forget about a hotel tonight. That's the app that you put on your phone so you can book a room in 10 seconds, three taps and a swipe, and you are done. So whether you're a planner or like to leave things to the very last minute, it is all about Hotel Tonight, a fine sponsor of a fine podcast. Once again, David Wright back in baseball activity. 0 for 3, but at least he's wearing a uniform and getting something done. Two strikeouts and uh, one flyout, but at least it's nice to talk about David doing something. Hitting third in the order, wearing number 5, just like old times. This is Josh Lewin signing off from Miami, taking my talents out of South Beach and into the Bronx. Talk to you soon. And uh, again, if you would, go ahead and uh, give us a little rating there on iTunes and tell us what you think. We do like the feedback. And we like it when you listen to the Mets on the flagship WOR. And tell all your friends to do that, too. Howie's back in the booth tonight when it's Mets against the Yankees. See you later. I'm Josh. Bye-bye.